Hey everybody, and we are back with the hi. first. Yeah, hi. We <laughs> <laughs> just jumped right in there. So this is the first pillow talk of the new season. I, well, it's it's more of a just like an impromptu one because we're between seasons. It's but because you're impatient. That's why I, it's. I'm, yes, I am horribly impatient. And you're a fangirl. <laughs> I am. And joining us today is our son Aiden again. Yeah, I'm also here. Uh, don't pay attention to my parents bickering. I promise it'll get better as time goes on. <laughs> He's a fangirl too. <laughs> Only a little bit. <laughs> so, so I think today we're going to talk about Spider-Man. No Way Home, yeah. Yeah, well, sort of. Are we spoiling or are we yes, not spoiling? Yes, guys, we are doing full spoilers. So if you've not checked out the new film, just stop listening. Yeah, so just so that we're clear... <laughs> Watch the my, movie first before you listen to us. My beautiful wife. Oh, God. I hate what and is that. Lovely wife. And my wonderful son will be responsible for most of the spoilers because I think I might have napped a little during No Way Home. I suspected that happened. Yeah, I think you fall, fell asleep like, at I, least twice. The, it felt like it was a really long movie, but I think that's because every time I woke up, it was still on. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is, okay, so don't take his word for it because... That doesn't make it a bad movie. I was going to no. say, we, we, you guys have known from the beginning that Travis's opinion on, on film differs from mine, so he's not always going to be the fun one of the group. Well, it's, so it's not that, and it's not that it was a bad movie. It's that if you put me in a cool, dark place, <laughs> in a seated position, and in our theater they, they remodeled, so now those chairs They recline, back. yeah. They're nice. <laughs> so you give me a nice chair in a cold, dark place, and I'm going to fall asleep. Which is weird, because I know for a fact you can fall asleep just about anywhere. Yes, this is true. And, uh, I was going to say, this they've... is the same man who falls asleep standing up in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> they've, made <laughs> it substantially, they've made it substantially easier by making the chairs recline. They really have. It's unfair. I think it's a ploy to make you have to watch a movie twice after you fall asleep in the first one. Then you have to pay to see it again. I think I'll that's go back and watch this again. Oh, absolutely! No, no, no. <laughs> is that is that, that what we're doing? Is that what we're talking about? We're just gonna go watch it no, again. I think it's a money grab on the theater's <laughs> part. We're gonna make it really comfortable so you'll nap, and then you'll realize you didn't watch half of the movie, and, and then come you'll back. get home and you'll be watching reviews on YouTube. <laughs> And you'd be like, shit, I don't even remember that part. When, when did he get a gun? I was going to say, Aiden will go back and watch it a third time. When did that happen? I have to go watch yeah. this again. Yeah, Aiden has already seen it twice, and we've only watched it once, because Aiden yeah. was lucky enough to get to go with a friend, and I started to tag along that night, and then I decided it'd be too weird, you know, if, if mom is there when you're hanging out with your friend. I'm pretty sure his felt, friend brought his mom. So. Yeah, I would have felt bad for you because you would have had to sit on the very end next to his mom and his mom's boyfriend. Yeah. And either way, by the time we'd gotten there, all of the tickets had sold out. Yeah. Yeah, we had we had kind of a bitch of a time finding seats yesterday. So for me, I guess in honor of this and the return of J. Jonah Jameson. Oh my God. Yes. You I'm, don't have to make this joke. What? <laughs> I think I'll have a little Jameson. <laughs> My dad's getting liquored up in celebration of the new Spider-Man. No, not liquored up. <laughs> but I'm going to have some Jameson. So, all right. So we're going to talk about the new one and then go back and talk about we're the old nerd. ones. Because we watched the yeah. very first, the, the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. And we watched the two from uh, like Garfield guy. The Forbidden Spider-Man. Which, to yes. be honest with you, those were not as bad as I remembered them yeah. being. 
we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get to it. But yeah, so. basically, we're gonna we're gonna give you our thoughts on the new film, and then we're gonna go back and reminisce about the other series a little All bit. Right. So well, why don't you kick us off? Because I don't remember how the movie started. Well, we're not doing that. We're not we're not giving a play for play. No, for but them. I don't know where to start because <laughs> I don't remember the opening credits. So okay, so we, how about I think we, I might have sat down and fallen asleep at some point during the trailer. How the about trailers. How about we talk about what we enjoyed about this film first? Let's let's start um, that way. Aiden, you start. The presence of all three Spider Men was definitely fun. It was it was nice to see all of them. Um, it was also nice to see Andrew Garfield make a comeback from the uh, Forbidden Spider Man movies, which <laughs> apparently are not as bad as we had originally perceived them to be. Are you waiting for me to chime in? <laughs> I was, yeah, that's yeah. like waiting. <laughs> well, I mean, because we, we, we came home and watched those. Yeah. And yeah. I, they weren't bad. Yeah. No, they weren't as bad as I thought they were. Yeah. Like, for some reason, I remembered those movies being the really terrible. Yeah. And while I still have some, some issues with those movies, it's not that Garfield guy. So, yeah. I'm he's, just, he's not the problem I have with those movies. I'm just going to be honest. Spider Man, the. The Toby, you better stop. The Toby Maguire Spider-Mans have always been my favorite. Just period. Even now, even after Holland, like these are still Maguire's still my favorite Spider-Man. Um, so I couldn't even tell you how many times I went to see that movie, that first movie in the theaters. Like I went over and over and over. I probably saw it ten times in its original run, and then several years later, I forget what year the Amazing Spider-Man came out. But when it came out and we watched it. It was like I didn't want anything to do with it from jump. Like, and I remember watching, and, and he had a skateboard and everything, and I was like, "Oh, I get it. This is hipster Spider-Man." Like, and I already decided right there I wanted no part of it. So, and I think I did see the Amazing Spider-Man two again, not when it came out. I think we rented both of these. Yeah. And I watched it, and was it was kind of like I I had the same attitude. It didn't change. I was just like, I'm gonna watch it because it's Spider-Man. We don't get super. I mean, because this was kind of not really when the MCU became the machine that it has. So you basically took any superhero movie you could get at the time. So I did watch it just because it was a Spider-Man movie, but I didn't love it at like at all. Um, and that was unfair, completely unfair. Well, let's, let's go ahead and be fair. I have not been a huge fan of any of the Marvel stuff that Sony has done. You, namely Spider-Man, because that's all they've done. Well, did they not do the original Fantastic Four movies too? Oh. And they got a hold of X-Men. Did they not? No. Uh, uh, X-Men is a Fox property. Okay. Well, oh. anybody who's not Marvel screws up Marvel. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, I wouldn't say that's entirely fair either, because I have enjoyed the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. I know a lot of people who haven't. Um, okay, I thought those were all MCU movies. Are they not? No, that's why they had this big legal battle over um, Marvel trying to get the rights. That's why there for a while they said there weren't going to be any more Tom Holland Spider-Man movies because um, Sony and Marvel could not reach an agreement. Oh, well, Sony just needs to piss off and sell <laughs> Spider-Man to Marvel. That's who should have it anyway. Yeah. Uh, I think it, that's going to depend on who you ask. But. Well, in that in, in that case, then I guess the and the, the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies are the only ones that Sony's done that I... While we're talking about this, we will get into that debate over who should have these characters and, you know, DCU versus MCU. Like, we'll, we'll get into all that. But right now, let's, honey... Well, let's talk about it. What did you enjoy about the movie? So, I guess if I had to pick favorite parts... 
I liked it when uh, Tobey Maguire and Garfield showed up. I thought that was pretty cool. I liked watching the interaction between the three Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. I have to say Spider-Men. I heard somebody earlier today <laughs> say Spider-Mans. <laughs> yeah. Look at all three of them Spider-Mans. And I just can't. It's Spider-Men. It's, it's plural. Anyway, um, that was neat. I could have done with more of that, honestly. I mean, I guess if I had a gripe, it would be I didn't get enough of that. Mm-hmm. They had really good chemistry on screen, the three of them. They yeah, really did. They actually did. And it wasn't as competitive as I thought it would be, mm-hmm. you know. This was more of but a mentor mentory relationship. I would have liked to specifically have seen more of Tobey Maguire because mm-hmm. clearly he's older than the other two. Yeah. That, you know, he out of the three, he would be the OG Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He didn't talk a lot compared to the other two. And uh, he, I feel like he probably had a lot more to contribute, you know. Maybe we just need an extended cut of that or something. I don't know. But I enjoyed that. If they just extended it by like 30 minutes, I'd enjoy it. Make it a full three-hour movie. Okay, no. <laughs> Make it rival the Lord of the Rings movies. Just no. I'm not I'm not looking for The Hobbit. Like, give me five more minutes, right, of them just them doing their thing. Maybe a bit of bickering. I, so. I did not. I don't have an issue with comedy in the, in the MCU. You movies? Uh-huh. I, I don't. That doesn't bother me. I know it bothers some people, but you know, as long as it feels natural, then I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, I like that. I like Doctor Strange in this, but then I, I'm a. I like Doctor Strange. You know, yeah. I think Benedict Cumberbatch pay, plays that part very well. He comes to that part as naturally, I think, as Robert Downey Jr. came to Tony Stark. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to wonder: Are they acting, or is that just them? Yeah. Because you really could go either way. Is, is that really Doctor Strange? Do we really have super people? <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> he said, is that, is that really just them? No, no, no he no, just no. means, do they really have to act in order are to Are they yeah. acting, yeah. or is that just how they are all the time? An extension of their personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. a lot of the stuff that you saw outside of the MCU with Robert Downey Jr., he's that guy. That's that's who he is, it seems like. Right. He's, yeah. he's, he's Tony Stark all the time. Mm-hmm. In everything but name, and I wonder if Benedict Cumberbatch isn't Doctor Strange in everything but name all the time. I don't Maybe. know. He seems more prim and proper to me, Is I he? guess. Yeah, I well, know. I mean, all, all British guys come across right. that way. <laughs> but point being, I feel like that part seems very natural to him. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I feel like Tom Holland, the kind of awkward teenager thing, seems to come very natural to him. Mm-hmm. Although I know he's not a teenager. He, he pulls it off really well. And watching those two interact, I enjoyed that. How, how old is he? Uh, he's he's in his like early to mid twenties, I believe. Wow, he's old. <laughs> I mean, just comparatively to the, how he looks like and the character and all. I'm not calling you old, Dad. I'm not calling you old either, Mom. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> no, it's just anyway. <laughs> if I really considered mid to mid to early twenties to be old, then you guys would be geriatric at this point, and that's not yeah. how I mean it at all. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody's grounded. Anyway, <laughs> only a little bit. So, I don't know. I enjoyed that. Um, I, but I, like I said, I like Doctor Strange. I like seeing him and stuff. I think when it's him and someone else and they're kind of bouncing off of each other, like when he's casting the spell and Peter keeps interrupting him, mm-hmm. you know, that, that sort of natural comedy that, that happens in there. And it's not maybe not meant to be funny, but it is a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like the special effects. When they had their, their kind of showdown, although it's very Inception-y. 
right? It's like, if Marvel did Inception, this is what it would look like. There was a lot of that. The Doctor Strange lends very well to that. When you bring Doctor Strange in, Inception is what you get. It's Inception with superheroes. Yeah. But I'm I'm okay with that. Having said that, I really didn't care for the Inception movie, but for whatever reason, (laughs) when you have a superhero in it, it works for me. So I guess that's, that's really it for me. How about you? There's so much I loved about this movie. Um, okay, well, we're only going to record for like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's really so much I loved about this movie. Um, I wish that we had been in a room where we had maybe a little bit rowdier of an audience because, I mean, you, you obviously don't want to go into a movie where people are being loud and obnoxious, but if they're enthusiastic about the film, if they're, if they're engaging with the film, that's something completely so different. So did you look behind us when the lights came on when the movie was over? No. Okay, a lot of those people probably remembered when Stan Lee was still coloring the comic books himself. <laughs> okay. He was not exactly a young If they'd have gotten real excited, there might have been a broken hip in the audience. So. Because I was legitimately the only person who clapped when Tobey Maguire came through the portal, like, and London, and I felt like such a geek because London looked, like, leaned over and looked at me and goes, Mom, it's not that serious. <laughs> like, calm down. And I'm like, and after the movie was over, I, we were standing and I told London, I was like, look, you guys grew up with Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland. I was like, but Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man. Like, my mom has said the same thing about Christopher Reeve. She's like, that's my Superman. That's who I grew up with. So Travis and I, which we've told you guys more than once, have been together for 20 years. And Spider-Man was like one of the first movies we went to see when we were dating before we were married. And so it's just one of those, it's like a time capsule almost of where we were at at that point in time. And um, it brings back a lot of nostalgia. So it's like, as soon as I saw, saw him, it's like this wave of nostalgia came flooding back and it did, it, it made my heart feel good. Well, and Tobey Maguire's close to our age. Yeah. I think. Yeah. If so. not, maybe a little bit older, but yeah, definitely. So when we watched that movie for the first time, it was, we were in our twenties and he was too. And now yeah. we're all old. So <laughs> Yeah, so relating with the back stuff in this movie. I'm glad we could grow old together with you, Toby. (laughs) But, um, yes, obviously having him come back, having um, the villains come back. And, again, um, Andrew Garfield was not my Spider-Man. I didn't get into those movies as much. But even seeing him come back, it just, it was like going to watch X-Men Days of Future Past, you know, where you had these new characters, but these characters you grew up with, and it was just this big amalgamation of, I, I don't know. It was, it was just, it, it was amazing. It was, it was like going to watch Endgame all over again, you know, where you're sitting and you have all these emotions go through. You laugh, you cry, and you cheer, and that's that's really what it was. As soon as those guys came through those portals, I was just, you know, because in in a bitch that I have right now is trailers. Like I'm I'm getting to the point now where I don't even watch trailers for movies anymore just because I want to be surprised. You know, if we had no social media or trailers telling us, guess what? Um, Doc Ock's going to be in this movie. Green Goblin's going to be in this movie. And you were just sitting and you didn't know anything else about the movie except that they were going to do this spell to make people forget that Peter was Spider-Man. And you went into it not knowing that those guys were going to show up. As soon as you fucking see a tentacle come flying out of the mist, what are you going to do? You're going to freak the fuck out. Yeah, it makes you miss kind of the, what was it, the, the early 80s horror trailers and late 70s, I guess. 
when the trailer was simple. Yeah. Right? It was like, the most terrifying movie you've seen this year. <laughs> yeah. And then it was over, and that was the trailer. It was just and a bunch like, of... oh, crap, what's going to happen? i got to go see that movie. And then you were surprised. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to show my age here, but just, again, in the age of, of YouTube and social media where people can't fucking keep their mouth shut about anything, Aiden gave me two spoilers before I even went to see the movie. So thanks a lot for that, Aiden. Oh, you're welcome. And you deserved it. <laughs> you know what? You, you deserved it. So, see, I... I I, I like being surprised in a movie. I do. Don't get me wrong. But the older I get, the more I appreciate those trailers. Because I watch the trailer and I think, good. Now I know about all the things I'm going to sleep through. <laughs> it's terrible. I will wake up and still know what's happening because I've <laughs> I, seen all these trailers. <laughs> I have received a good enough brief summary to know what I'm going to miss. Yeah. But we talked about that a little bit with the Halloween Kills trailer. About how it gave everything fucking away. Yeah. And I don't need I don't need those trailers. Yeah. I I again purposely stayed away from those trailers. I think I watched the first teaser and that was it. And I'm good with teasers. Like give me just enough to go fuck yeah, I'm going to go see that as opposed to giving away the entire movie and then you're sitting there and what is there to get excited about anymore? You know. So you're saying you like your lady to have a little mystery, huh? Exactly. <laughs> so, yes, really enjoyed that aspect, just all of that nostalgia um and not even just for the characters they brought back for themselves there were small subtle things like they brought back in some of the old danny elfman score which it it, it was another thing again it just made my heart happy it made me feel like i was a 19 year old girl again speaking <laughs> of music you got to have toby mcguire spider-man without nickelback how do you feel about that i feel okay about it yeah <laughs> i think everybody felt okay about it um and I thought, uh, and I actually tweeted about this at like 2 o'clock this morning for some reason because I couldn't get it off my brain. I feel really bad that I didn't give more credit to Andrew Garfield because as far as I'm concerned, he stole the show this time. Like, he he made this movie, in my opinion. And, and that's not anything to discredit um, Tom Holland because he always brings it to Spider-Man. He's a great Spider-Man. But... Um, and nothing to take away from Tobey Maguire, again, because he's my favorite, ultimately. But it, it was like, I don't know, it was like I was seeing him in a different light where I walked out of the movie and I was like, I really need to give those movies another chance because I, I don't think that was fair. Because they're still not great. They're still not great Spider-Man movies. But he is a great Spider-Man. Yeah, I, and I, well, I think I said it earlier. I have a problem with the movies. I don't have a problem with his performance right. in yeah. the movies. Mm -hmm. But the movies probably could have been a little bit better written, a little more thought put into some of the elements there. Uh -huh. uh, I have but, a question, because unlike the two of you, I did not watch the second Andrew Garfield movie. Um, did he have a cringy emo phase the same way Tobey <laughs> Maguire did? No. Wasn't he okay, emo phase in both movies? <laughs> I was going to ask, because if Tobey Maguire had one and Andrew Garfield had one, that means that we're definitely going to get a cringy emo phase Tom Holland, and I'm here for that. That'll be funny. You're going to see him do disco walking down the oh, street? Oh, yeah. This, that'll just be fantastic. That That's probably one of the mistakes that they realized they made that is never to be repeated. I, I want them so bad to do it. You know it. what? But I you don't know what? mind Maybe it. Maybe that's the reason we didn't get an Amazing Spider-Man 3 is that there was a cringy emo phase in number 3. <laughs> Somebody read it and went, crap, we can't do that. We can't do that again. We Just did call it off. Time, We're not going to make the third one. I think what happened with the way they ended part 2 and Gwen's death, I honestly, I don't think they knew where to go from there. That was a pretty bleak ending they well, left Who else with. can we kill? We have no one else. <laughs> yeah. I but don't know. But I, I, think, I think Garfield brought it in this. 
I'm personally lobbying for an Amazing Spider-Man 3 now. Are you really? Yeah, I really am. Like, wow. he, he really changed my mind just based off of so now this performance. So you want multiple timelines or multiple... You want to continue with the multiverse thing. Hey, we got, got multiple, we got Andrew multiple Michael Myers storylines, so doing why Doing his thing over here and Tom Holland doing his thing over here. Yeah. Maybe um, see a couple old Tommy Maguire movies. <laughs> watching him swing around only to land and go, ah, oh, my back. Oh, hold on, hold on. I had a friend show me. He kind of did that goes, a little bit in yeah. this one. Ah, yeah. I, I, I know it wasn't intentionally trying to be a callback, but that was immediately where my mind went to. Well, he, actually, he actually <laughs> falls off of a roof weird. He's, I'm hip. Hold on. Hold on. Like, has to call a timeout while he's up no, against No, but when like, Andrew Garfield asked, you want to pop your back? <laughs> that was pretty it good. It was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. But I'm, I'm feeling Tobey Maguire's pain because I'm in that age group too. Yeah, unfortunately. But, but I could have done with more Tobey Maguire. Like I said, yes. I think Andrew Garfield did a great job in mm-hmm. this movie. I think it'd be hilarious. I kind of feel like... As soon as, and maybe it was probably, maybe it was unintentional. I feel like Tom Holland kind of took a backseat as soon as those two guys got on screen. Uh, I don't know that I would Not say that entirely. character, but he, you know, he took about a half a step back, maybe. I thought. Because I, I was more focused on what those two guys were doing than what he was doing. I, see, I wasn't. Um, I thought that they, I, I was very happy mm-hmm. with the way they gave them all three equal time. I felt like they did because Peter obviously had the biggest blow dealt to him in this movie with the death of May. And Aiden, you did come home and tell me, he was like, my friend cried. (laughs) And I was like, we walked out of the movie and I was like, just out of curiosity, what part did he cry at? And he was like, when May died. And I was like, really? I didn't, I didn't cry. And I felt bad because it was really sad. I mean, she's probably uh, my favorite May of these three franchises, but it, it was sad, but I found myself more getting teary-eyed um, for other reasons, apart from that. I mean, I know that doesn't make any sense, but there's this part where uh, Toby's Spider-Man gets stabbed, and I was like, okay, that's it. That's that's it. He's about to fucking die, and this will be the part that I lose my shit. <laughs> so, if he dies, I'm never watching another Spider-Man movie. No, ever. no, I wouldn't go that far, but... That, that would have felt like the end of my childhood or something. <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool because when, when, when Garfield Spider-Man comes running over there, and he's like, it's okay, I've been stabbed before. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, again, he's he's supposed to be the OG Spider-Man, and I think I could have done with more of that. Yeah. Like him talking through the two younger incarnations about this is, this is what I've been through, and this is what I've had to deal with, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, okay, I loved the part. Where, like, they're both talking about, like, what's the what's the greatest villain you've ever fought? And, like, there's two of them that's like, we fought aliens. And Andrew Garfield's just like, I fought a Russian dude in a rhino suit. That's <laughs> that about it. And he really didn't even fight him. That was, like, a, t- a tease at the end of part two. Yeah. And you got the feeling when he was swinging the, the manhole cover around that that was a short fight. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't It didn't last long. Yeah, no. But, yeah, they all seem to be pretty impressed that Tom Holland Spider-Man... Had gone into had space. Had gone to space, yeah. Yeah. Fought an alien on Earth, and then I went and fought an alien in space. In, and in dis- space? And then disappeared for five years, and then... But uh, I, I really appreciated that they brought up those things, that these three universes are so vastly different. I mean, as, as many similarities as they have, and ultimately, at the end of the day, that's where they found, really found that they had a strong bond, was they had been through the same thing. But having said that, with them having all have been through the same things, they've also got really huge differences that some of the other guys have not had to deal with or have not had the same advantage. Like, 
uh, Tom Holland talking about uh, fighting with the Avengers and the other guys were like, who's that? You know, so that I mean, even in that cutscene mid credit where uh, you've got Eddie Brock at the bar getting filled in on Thanos and everything, and he's just like, "This is wild!" Like it was just some crazy shit. But we were talk, we were discussing earlier um, off camera about, uh, or not camera, but <laughs> you know what I mean. We were discussing earlier about the fact that. Tom Holland's Spider-Man has had these advantages because he basically got scooped up by Tony in the beginning. So he got to get a fancy suit and he got to get all these fancy weapons and mechanisms. And these other two guys were just your every... I mean, they're still superheroes, but they were your normal everyday guys that didn't get to have those... They were just friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. neighborhood Spider-Man. Exactly. Exactly. So. High five. <laughs> I think is part of why, um, if you if you actually pay attention, obviously, um, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is, like, miles stronger than the other two. Cause, There's... Uh, well, I don't know about Miles, but he seems to be physically stronger at least yeah. than Tom Holland. And if because yeah. if you look at Cause, that, because like the scene at the end where um, when he's going for the kill, yeah, Tom Holland is like just slamming down uh, Green Goblin's glider. Tobey Maguire stops like it's nothing. And he you just kind of puts his hands up and is like, "Man, you know what that made me think of?" And it's it, the look on his face. He's like, "Come on, guy, dude." It was like that scene all over again in um, Infinity War where Thanos is going to punch and Cap grabs his glove and is just holding it and it's like he shouldn't be this strong but he but he is and he's able to just you know yeah, well, my Cap was with, struggling with it Toby yeah. was not my thing with Toby well, I know. I'm looked, just saying it was reminiscent of that scene yeah. for me but he looked at him like dude we talked about this like on the roof like 30 <laughs> minutes ago we we'd covered this yeah i mean you get it and and they did bring it up in the film like I lost my Uncle Ben, I lost Gwen, you know, and so I loved the fact that they were trying to stop him from turning into what they did. I thought that that was nice character arcs for both of them. Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, we don't really know what they turned into. We kind of do, but at Garfield least. Garfield makes a statement, you know, yeah. I stopped pulling my punches. But I want to see that movie. <laughs> Honestly, want to watch want to watch him just like beat down on. Yeah. But, I mean, we never really got that from McGuire. Uh, I would say probably in the first film, we did get to see a little taste of that when he was trying to hunt down Uncle Ben's killers. And whenever Green Goblin threatened to kill Mary Jane, where you do see that moment of, like, he's really fuck, fucking fixing to just Batman this shit. Like, he's going to lose his Somebody mind. Somebody better get yeah, kicked out of a window. But the point is, he never did. Yeah. Like, he you did don't... kill that guy at the beginning. Yeah, didn't he? he yes. Let, yeah. Did he kill him or did he just let him fall? Well, either way, that's still... <laughs> but I guess I'm saying he didn't physically do it himself. No, but he is... That's my, that's my point. He is kind of responsible for that guy's death. Inadvertently, but yes. It's like the... I don't the, think uh, so. No, I like, disagree with that. Like the train, like the train thing. The, that moral question of like if you like if you leave it alone it'll kill five people but if you pull the lever it'll only kill one you're still technically responsible for the one person's death if you pull the lever because yes the train killed them but you're the reason the train killed them or you pulled the lever yeah he or in pulled Batman the lever begins where he's like I don't have to uh, he's like I'm not going to kill you but I don't have to stop the train or I don't have to save you either yeah basically I like, get it I don't know I just don't feel like Toby McGuire's uh, I don't. I don't feel like his Spider-Man really went to that dark a place. Okay, I do. You know I do kind of want to. I do. Well, kinda, I, I, he I, was. He was angry, 
But he wasn't like Ben Affleck Batman angry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and I didn't really see that from Garfield's Batman either. Although, you Spider-Man? What did I say? Batman. Batman. <laughs> I was not aware that Andrew Garfield played Batman too. <laughs> Donald Pleasance. <laughs> That just needs to be our slogan. Like, every time I screw up a name, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Donald Loomis. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. And if you haven't seen any of the ones we did on Halloween, I never get his name right. I think out of all, what, five, six movies that we did, I got his name right once. Yeah, you did a Donald Glover instead of a Danny Glover once, I did too. do a Donald Glover when we did Predator 2. Which this is there America. is a Donald Glover, but he's not yes. in Predator 2. Right. He is in Spider-Man, though. <laughs> Okay, to uh, to kind of sidetrack for a minute, if you watch... Oh, no, we already sidetracked. Yeah, I know, but to sidetrack even farther, if you watch the Batman movies, half of those people he probably kills. Like, he says, I don't kill, but if you watch it, how hard he hits those people, and, like, what he does to some of them, they definitely die. Like, You're that's... so loud. I know, but like broken spines, broken Use your, like use your inside voice. Well, I believe that was a um, lot of people's bitch about the Black Widow movie is like half the things that that happened to her in that film should have killed her yeah. because she doesn't have the superpowers that everybody has. So, Well, if that's the case, then it should have happened to Hawkeye too. Exactly. Like they, yeah, yeah but I think that was people's big complaint, but I'm, but I'm still sitting over here like, it's still a superhero movie, guys. Like, They're super in their own way. <laughs> but... But no, I just. But back to Spider-Man and his actually, dark, for that matter, Spider-Man's dark phase. I feel like Tom Holland was closer to going over the edge than those other two were in yeah. their movies. Like the emotion that he brought to that. Yes. I feel like in that moment. What's his name? The little guy. Tom Holland. Yeah, that one. <laughs> the, the, the small British His one. Spider-Man was closer to breaking than the other two got in their respective storylines. He was story fucking lines. angry as shit. He was about sure. to impale Green Goblin on purpose. I'm gonna break my one rule. He didn't kill him because another Spider-Man stopped him. He didn't kill. He didn't not kill him out of conscience. Yes. Does that make sense? And I feel like the other two, at some point, they were they were almost to that point, and then they didn't. Well, it wasn't like... They didn't cross that line out of conscience. It wasn't I don't like think Tom Holland when, uh, was prepared to stop. Yeah, but it's, it, was, it wasn't like when Green Goblin died in Tobey Maguire's first movie. But that was an accident. Was, yeah, where it was an accident. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, he, he, was had about in, to... he had intent, <laughs> and there was no Jiminy Cricket that was going to pull him back. That was yeah. about to happen. Yeah. Um, but I feel, like, I feel like overall Tom Holland gave a, a pretty good performance He, he really did give it was an very emotional. A lot yes. more... Yeah. Uh-huh. A lot more than than the other any other movies we'd seen him in in the MCU prior to this. So uh, I I don't know. There there's still that scene where he's about to dust in Infinity War. It's not him that gets me. It's Tony that chokes Aww. me up every time. It's Tony's reaction to it that gets me, not Tom Holland's. Well, for me, it's it is Tom Holland's and his apologizing. Like it's somehow his fault that he's getting dusted. Eh. You know, and it, no, it's heartbreaking. Well, you know, it or, could be could be his fault. It's Star Lord's fault. It All is Star Lord's fault. It is Star Lord's fault. Everybody knows that. But Fresh or everybody hates Chris. Or at the end That's of a different show. Or at the end of Endgame, where he goes over to Tony, he's like, "We did it, sir." That's like, oh my god! Like, I don't think that Tom Holland has any has had any problem giving an emotional performance. I will give you that. At, at the end of Endgame, yes, when Tony's dying, he does he it's, does bring it. But I feel like you got more of that in this movie than you did in the other ones. Yes, so. and. That's why I'm like I said I'm not opposed to Andrew Garfield getting another movie because, I, I man watching Amazing Spider-Man two last night when Gwen died his crying like man he he ugly cried 
Like he was doing the hitching in his breath and everything like somebody who's really crying does. And it was just, man, I, I didn't expect me expect it to affect me the way that it did. So that's why I was like, okay, I obviously didn't give this guy enough credit. Like all three, I feel like all three of those guys brought it. And yeah, yeah you could say that Tobey Maguire maybe was more subdued in comparison mm. to the other two. In this movie, he was. Yes. But, well, hell in any of them. He, he's the more subdued Spider-Man of the three. Well, because um, you've got, he's, he's nerdy Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield was... Emo uh, Spider-Man. Emo Spider-Man. <laughs> and uh, Tom Holland is uh, hipster, hipster Spider-Man. Yeah. So <laughs> they're, they're appropriate for their generation. Yes. Yes, so. I agree. Um, and <laughs> Aiden's looking at us like, just fucking let me talk. Let's let hipster Aiden... <laughs> give his two cents um so i was just gonna say i feel like i I really like tom holland's character because if you really look at it i feel like he's lost a lot more than the other two as of now as of the end of this movie i feel like he's lost more than the other two and he's still determined to be spider-man right because no because think about it toby Maguire. yeah he lost gwen and he lost you mean ben or yeah no didn't he End up losing there M- was no Gwen M- in Tobey no. Maguire's. My bad. There, well, there MJ. Was, he lost his MJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's but true. he was just some side But piece. didn't his MJ die, too, at the end of 3? No, no, she does not. Oh, We well, lose then, Harry in part 3. Well, still, he lost his best friend, and he lost uh, Uncle Ben. Uh-huh. But, and then we have uh, Andrew Garfield, who lost, as far as I know, somebody who ba- he barely knew, which was... His dad. Yeah, his, yeah, his girlfriend's dad. Well, his, oh, his, his own, own dad. dad. Yeah. And then he lost his girlfriend, right? That's mm-hmm. what he says. Um, but well, if he lost look... his, he lost both parents. Yeah. Um, he lost yeah. his mom and his dad on that airplane. Mm-hmm. But does he remember any of and that? Then he lost, that's my thing. Is and then he, he lost Dennis Leary. <laughs> what a thing a to tragedy. lose. A tragedy. A tragedy. We all felt that loss with him. <laughs> yeah, and then Gwen. But if you look at um, if you look at Tom Holland's, he just lost all of his friends. Not one. All of them. Because of the spell. And then he had lost Tony previously then, yeah, to that. Yeah, and then he lost his closest thing to a father figure. Big difference. And his though. Aunt May. Big difference. Yes, he lost Aunt May, and he lost Tony, but not in this movie. Yeah. Right? But all of those people that you're saying, he just lost everybody that ever knew him, this is true. Well, but I know they're still alive. I know they're not dead, he but I feel like... He can still go to the donut shop and see the girl with one name. Yeah. He, I can't remember that girl's <laughs> name. Yeah. <laughs> He can still go see I get his what Aiden's trying to say, guy in though. chair. Like, he feels like this this particular Spider-Man has been through more than the others, and I I can see that with all the Thanos stuff and. Um, he wasn't there for most of it. Well, no, he was. Part, he was gone for five years. Yes, yeah. but that I don't know the repercussions of that. Everything. It's it's still I can see what he's saying. It, I it, it hits yeah. a little bit harder. He's seen some shit yeah. and some things. Yeah, <laughs> he probably wouldn't recommend it. I think, but I think out of the three, he has probably lost the most so far. Well, unless we get more movies from Tobey Maguire and I don't know. Well, I guess I just so, I guess the reason I disagree is because part of what he lost is still there. He can st- he can still he can go back and make friends with the guy in a chair. He can go. Could although at the end of that movie I got the feeling that he's not going to go back after the girl. That was about to be my point. Okay, but they're still alive. So but will he actually? Not do? Really thinking about this now, technically he also retconned everything the other Spider-Mans lost because they cured Doc Ock and they cured Green Goblin, mm-hmm. which completely retcons the death of Harry and, and the death and or er, yeah, and then for uh and and Andrew 
What's, yeah. yeah, Andrew Garfield's uh, it, ret- it retconned the death of his MJ and um, you mean Gwen? Gwen. <laughs> There's um, too many franchises. That one, his girlfriend. <laughs> it retconned the death of his girlfriend and uh, no. the death of the dad. No, it didn't. Because they cured the lizard. They cured the lizard before the fight ever no. happened. But it was Harry Osborn that caused Gwen to die. Yes. At the end. Uh-huh. And he was not cured. So that means that the Norman Osborn of that world was still sick. He still died. He still oh, passed it on the dipshit. So, and yes, at the yeah, point he where he lost. sends Electro back, he sends him back normal. He was pulled out of his world at, right at the point before he died. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But would that have happened at all if Electro had right. not Now that he's human, he's not going to die. It doesn't matter. He's, if he's being reinserted into the timeline at exactly the same place he, point he came out of it, then everything up to that point should have still happened. Got, yes. Yeah. Okay, I got He'll you. He'll just be normal yeah. after that. <clears throat> but that means that Gwen could, Didn't lose her dad. Her because, dad was prob- could still be alive. Yeah, because the lizard would have been cured beforehand. But, in all likelihood, she would still die because of whatever happened here. Yeah. If that still happened with Electro being gone. Mm-hmm. But at that point in the movie, Electro had already gotten Harry into the Special Projects Division to gather yeah. up all his evil shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, so. But at, at either way, it, ret, it retcons part of I've, both of their losses, which I think makes it even more a point to where he has lost more at this point. So at what point did they pull Norman Osborn out? Willem Dafoe. <laughs> who, who, who comes out Willem to friend? I, don't, I, don't. I think I think he would have technically gotten cured before the glider thing happened, which means he goes back with the memory that the glider thing does happen, and he'll probably won't he won't press the, the button. Yeah, the, the guys all said that they got pulled out pretty much the moment before their death. Okay, yeah, but that means that Uncle Ben's still dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but Green Goblin didn't die. So Harry, Which means that Harry, so Harry will not should, die. Yes. Guys, so we are getting Harry way too down the rabbit hole. Oh, this. timelines are make, messy. We need to make a serial killer chart on the wall with some thread and some push pins. <laughs> some, some nice red yarn. So we can iron Pepe this Pepe Alvarez or whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> yeah, we have a cork board. Yeah. And we have thumbtacks and red yarn. That's not nearly big enough. Anyway. <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, I did. That was probably my favorite thing about this film was just the banter between the three of them. And I'm not meaning this to come across as a con, but I couldn't help but sit for like the first half of the movie and be like, okay, 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 let's let's get into this. Like, it did feel like it had a little bit of a slow start. That that would be one of my complaints, I guess. Yeah. Um. And it's because you know that this is coming, and so you're just ready to get to that part already. Because I felt like there was a lot of time spent on the I'm trying to get us back into college bit. You know what I mean? They could have shortened that up some, and I would have still been okay. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Like, I understand why they made it important to the storyline. They had to give him a reason to go to Doctor Strange and screw everything up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? They had to give him a reason to break reality i think part of that is hilarious because it's such a kid thing to do where he like where he does the thing where he like automatically goes to dr strange to fix the thing before even calling the admissions (laughs) office just to be like hey um let me give you my side of this okay but how irresponsible like dr strange is supposed to be the adult in this situation (laughs) he didn't even ask beforehand if he and he let him talk him into doing it yeah yeah 
Like that. I will say that some of the actions of Doctor Strange in this film felt out of character because well, usually Steven is more pragmatic. He thinks things through a lot, yeah. Which yeah. I feel like he would have been like, I feel like he would have thought of the forgetting spell and then thought, okay, is there anyone you want to still know? And then we wouldn't have gone through the constant changing and changing. No, I'm of with the spell. your mom. I don't know if you take Doctor Strange from Endgame. Yes, it would have never even gotten to that point. I don't feel like it would have. I feel like he might have just told. I feel like he would have just shut him down right there. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do it. You need to go talk to admissions and fix it yeah. yourself. Yeah. So that I hate to say it. I don't want. I don't want to be this person. It, that did feel like a little bit of lazy writing right there. Like yeah. just because this didn't feel in character for him to just go along with it. And then for Peter to be like, oh, wait, but I want this person to remember. Oh, wait, but I want, you know. That's such a kid thing to do. And I get it it from his character. But but it's appropriate for for Spider-Man to do that. Yeah. It's not appropriate for Doctor Strange to continue to entertain this this idea when he he won't stop. Well, because I feel like like with him, he would have stopped at um, MJ knows and... uh, No, I don't think he would have. I think think he would have allowed it to change. I think after the first interruption... Mm-hmm. He would have been like, "One more word out of you, and we're not doing this." And then, as soon as he opened his mouth a second like time, he did he would the have been work. Like, bye bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Just the, the just Doctor me, Strange from that like one has point, got a very low tolerance for BS, yeah. and he put up with a lot of BS in this one. But however, either way. I, I will say though that this works toward the fact that this is probably the most noble I've ever seen Spider-Man like yeah. ever with with all three iterations like. The fact that he wants to try to redeem these villains and give them a little bit of hope for a normal life instead of this path is, is the noblest thing I can think of anybody doing because I don't think our other superheroes would do that. I mean, apart from Captain like America, who spent most of his arc trying to redeem Bucky, you know? I feel like if you'd have put part three um, first Spider-Man... Um, if you put part two, like part two, like Andrew Garfield Spider Man, and part three, um, Tobey Maguire Spider Man, in the same position, they both probably would have just went, "Oh, cool, button." Yeah. Like I, I feel like neither of them but, would have really gone also, through that trouble to fix them. And also the fact that Peter did own up to it's my fault that my friends are not going to school. Like I've ruined people's lives by basically knowing me. You just don't see that thought process with many of our heroes. Yeah. Everybody else kind of feels incidental sometimes. Is it noble, though? So, uh, think about this. Sandman was not interested in changing at all. He had his power. He just wanted to get back to his girl. Mm-hmm. At no point did he express any interest in being normal again. It was Peter Parker saying, I'm going to take your powers away so you can't hurt anybody else. Maybe he didn't word it that way, but at the end of the day, that's what it was. I'm going to strip you of your powers and send you back. I didn't get that impression. No, but think, just think about what he actually did. Okay, Dr. Octopus, he was in his situation involuntarily because those weird octopus arm things took over his brain. So his is legit. He never intended to end up in that situation in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, the Green Goblin, he is insane by reason of negligence, I guess, because he had no idea that that serum that he gave himself was going to drive was going to insane. do that, and he seemed genuinely repentant, and so did Doc Ock after they put the little chip on there that separated yeah. the arms from controlling him. Mm-hmm. Yes, the the lizard guy never expressed an interest in being normal again. He's completely unrepentant, and so was Jamie Fox, mm-hmm. Electro. Mm-hmm. So, well, the thing with Electro is that he enjoyed having. It's I'm not noble saying... in that they were asking for this. He did this to them to remove 
them as being a threat. I'm not taking yeah. their side. But that's not what he said. He, listen, you slept, okay? <laughs> I didn't sleep through that part. He did actually come out and say, I want to give these guys a chance. He, he did outright say that. He didn't right. say that. But he's giving them a chance. He's giving them the chance he wants them to have, not the chance they ask for. Okay. Does that make sense, though? It does. I just don't agree. But I respectfully disagree. So, <laughs> to each their own. But I personally... I'm not saying he's the bad guy. I'm, I, I'm just not saying, saying that, that either. His, it's not as noble to me yes, what saying, he was to, doing. To you, but to me, yes. I absolutely thought that this was the biggest Spider-Man we've ever seen. Yeah. You know, the bigger person, I mean. Um, but there's a flip side to that in that it's it did seem like uh, first world problem type of things where... Because I actually did have the thought cross my mind, like, people are dying and all of this chaos is ensuing because you guys didn't get into college? Yeah. <laughs> so. And how much bad happened after that because he decided he wanted to cure them instead of just hitting the stupid button? Yeah. Like, how much, just damage. Think about it just in terms of monetary damage. Did he cause just because he didn't want to hit the button? Okay, but think about it. If he had hit the button, nothing bad happens. They get sent back, no one forgets. That's it. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Right. Why not just hit the button? Exactly. Like th- that's I will say, that's one thing I really don't like about this movie because if you really think about it objectively, people make just... selfish decisions. Decisions <laughs> in his first one, I can't talk. Decisions. The, the, the first one which was make everybody forget was a, was a selfish decision. Yeah. Mhm. And then don't push the button because I want to save them mm-hmm. was another selfish decision okay I and think so he Green... had to fix it with the selfless act at the end which was make everyone forget peter parker yeah i mm-hmm. think green goblin had a point when he said oh so she has you working on her moral mission because that really was an entirely aunt may thing of well we got to give him a chance she was the one who convinced him to not press the button yeah tony stark she... would have hit the button Oh yeah. Well, Tony Stark would have been okay. That's the way Dad did it. Well, because Tony Stark would have <laughs> right. Tony Stark would have taken five seconds. He would have okay. So you're telling me if if I push the button, everything goes back to normal. But the one thing I wanted to happen doesn't happen, right? If I don't push the button, lots of people die, and I probably get little to yeah. nothing out now, of we, this. We got what you're walking yeah, us through here. Like we get that. <laughs> Well, the it's thing just... is that like he would have pushed it just because like it's the best course of action. Right. But that. Those, those are probably the only nitpicks I had, really, was... Uh, I had a few more. It's not really nitpicks. So here's the deal. When I was a kid, I used to watch Spider-Man and his amazing friends or whatever, the cartoon, on mm-hmm. TV. And it was Spider-Man and some chick, uh, Firestar, Fire, something like that. It was a, a like like the Human Torch, but female. Mm-hmm. And Iceman, right? And they fought the goblin or the green goblin and the hobgoblin and dr octopus and the lizard and i just am over those villains mm-hmm. and i know that the spider-man universe has more than those than the sinister six right which is basically who okay. that is the you sinister know, six you know who i really want to see in bring the... me those other villains because i'm tired of dr octopus you, i don't want to see his ass anymore you know who i really want to see spider-man fight moon knight okay because, i'm down with that no because he's Okay, Mom, you don't... I, do you know who Moon Knight I is? I don't, unfortunately. Okay, he's basically a junkie who's convinced that he has a god talking to him in his head to do things. And that's the entire thing, is that throughout Moon Knight's entire thing, you don't know if he's crazy or if he's literally having a god talk to him to do all these things. He's a hilarious character who's just a little bit crazier than Deadpool. And it's At any fantastic. Rate, I would have liked to have seen 
different villains yes. brought in. Like I liked the idea of getting the the various Spider Men together. You know, I really liked that. I think that was great. But give them a new a new challenge to face together. Right. And I get it. This was a new challenge because they haven't had all these bad guys together in one place before. But at yeah. the same time, I'm over the villains from 1953. Give me something newer than that. I just. There's nothing, there's nothing there for me. Throw Deadpool in one of these just for fun. And that's fine. I, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying for this film in particular, where it's like we're bringing back these Spider-Men, it made sense to have yeah, their, their villains. villains. Yeah, so I, I understand going why forward, they did it. I'm just going saying, forward, yes, absolutely give them some money. I personally yeah. would have liked to have seen something else. I know why they did it, I, but... Well, so this, according to all the things that the other Supermans and or not Spider-Mans and stuff have said, Spider-Mans, yes, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, yes, have said, uh, this is just a place with more super people, which means that we can probably reasonably get to see like Rhino and Scorpion. And well, when they when those uh, the apparitions up yes, in the sky, yes, it showed Craven and Rhino yeah. and stuff, so. We know that that could possibly be on the horizon. And obviously, again, mid credit scene, we also know that some symbiote has landed in this universe now, too. So They could have done that, though, where, yes, we have these three Spider-Men together. Spider-Mans? No. <laughs> <laughs> but bring in villains that we know are enemies of Spider-Man, uh-huh. yeah. but that these three have never faced before. Yeah. And I would have been okay with that. Like, bring in Rhino, give me a full battle scene. You know, mm-hmm. Craven the Hunter, Moon Knight, whatever. I mean, Moon Knight would have been hilarious, but he would have been so out of place for this because he's just—he's a hilarious character. He would not have fit into this just because there would have had to have been at least one part where we have to get a shot of him doing cocaine. So well, he is okay. fueled by drugs. Anyway, so anyway, now that we've—I don't need crackheads in Spider-Man. So, <laughs> so yeah, no Moon Knight. So now that we've discussed our the film and our likes and our dislikes, I want to go I want to move on to other people's nitpicks. This is this is the thing I love to do in this series. And I like to yes, I, I love hearing all sides and all opinions for people what people think. Um, sometimes I think other are I mean you're absolutely entitled to your opinion. I'm not gonna say, okay, that's fine, you're your opinion. But it's wrong. I'm never going to tell anybody their opinion is wrong. How you feel is how you feel. But I always want to give my rebuttal. <laughs> is that bad? Like, You've always got to have your say. <laughs> it's not her fault she always like, has to get the last word. Like, no, I'm not saying I have to get the last word. But there's people out there who are bigger than me and have bigger platform than I do. And I feel like more people flock to those because they've you mean got bigger platform than we yes. do. Oh, stop it! I see how you put yourself up there by yourself. I see what you did. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Though. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Those people are to the masses more than we are. So, if we can help with your opinion at all, obviously form your own opinion. But I digress. So one of the one of the complaints that I heard was people are sick of novelty in their films. I happen to love novelty ideas like Freddy versus Jason. That's fucking fun. Let's do that. If they had done Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, I would have been the first one in line for that shit. Uh, X-Men Days of Futures Past. I was so excited for that movie. Um, 
And this was no different. As soon as I knew that these villains were going to be back and the, the other Spider-Mans were going to be back, I would have gone to have seen another Spider-Man film regardless because I love Tom Holland. I, I love the MCU. But the fact that they did this just made me that much more excited about it. So if people want to put some novelty shit in there for us fans, like a love letter to us, I say go for it. I mean, don't. What? how do you feel about that? Um, well, you know me. I just want to be entertained. I don't, I, I don't ever look for a movie to have some deep meaning for me. I know a lot of people out there, they get very, uh, well, I'm not going to be ugly. Anyway, like they got to have, they want, they want movies that make them think and movies that have to have some kind of message and they've got to be, everything's got to be a certain way. Don't watch the MCU then. I just want to kill an hour and a half, two yep. hours. I want to have a good time. That's it. That's the purpose of a movie. Movies were made to entertain people. That is the whole reason they began and that's all that i ask so i really don't care if it's novelty or whatever is it am i entertained when it's over are you not entertained (laughs) and as long as i am i'm good with it does does that make sense i guess i just have a lot i have a lot more simpler tastes than some people i don't mind watching cerebral films in aiden or eight i can't talk (laughs) or aiden he and i enjoy watching that stuff together so we can have a discussion because we do like that stuff however why not both what i if i if i'm in the mood to watch something that's going to make me think a little bit i'll put that on and if i just want to be entertained and have fun for an hour and a half then i'll watch that I don't no, think it has to be one or uh, the so other. So you know, you know what we don't do? We don't watch something knowing it's not going to be that, and then get mad at it for not being what we wanted. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, but I, as far as the cerebral films go, you know what? I'm, I'm I'm fine with those. The problem that I have with a lot of them is how they're made and how they're written. Is because a lot of times they they go into it with like we're going to make a real deep cerebral film. Mm-hmm. And they make it so convoluted and so complicated because they got to keep the audience on their toes. They just don't make any damn sense anymore. Like they're they're held together with the loosest of threads. And held together with glue and spit. I'm not. Don't. I, I, I guess don't. that's not really coming to mind. I mean, I feel like you get a bunch of tryhards when you when you, they start writing those. I just uh, I just dislike people who do things like say, oh well, I didn't like Step Brothers because it didn't make me think. It's not the purpose of the film. It's not supposed. I to I thought make about it. boats Step and Brothers. <laughs> I thought about boats and hose and a drum kit. But but that's like going into this movie and saying, well, I didn't like because it didn't make me think. It's The purpose of it is not to do that. Well, it's, then you weren't watching it very well if it didn't make you think. Because now you got to wonder, why is uh, Tobey Maguire the only Spider-Man that has built-in <laughs> web shooters and the other two have got to have some mechanical device to shoot webs? You know what I mean. <laughs> but... I, I think it just depends on what you're in the mood for. Because, like, yeah. like, last week, Aiden and I watched Donnie Darko twice in a week. And we sat down and we were talking about, you know, we, we were having our big... Uh, Nerd out. Co-existential crisis. So that was fun. And it is fun to do that sometimes. I like watching films like Hereditary and Midsummer and The Witch. I, it, I don't... I don't agree with your take about them being held together with loose threads. I think those. I wasn't talking about those specific films. I've just I've like, seen if, those cerebral films out there before, where they're like. I, I guess nothing's oh, coming to mysterious. Coming to mind it's except like, no, for David Lynch. You just Lynch. threw some shit on paper, and it doesn't make sense. I guess. Can you give me an example? Not at the moment, because I don't watch those <laughs> movies. Well, that's what I'm saying. There needs to be a, a basis. For I think it. I got burned a few years ago on a movie, and I just just stopped. Yeah. I don't know. Now I just want to have fun. 
Like, I, I can see where that argument could be made for David Lynch stuff because outside of Twin Peaks, a lot of his shit okay. doesn't make sense. David Lynch gets a pass because he doesn't care what you think. <laughs> yes. But I'm not... I'm. But I will say that a lot of times his shit's complicated just for the sake of being complicated. Yeah. Which is fun. If that's what you're in the mood for. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You, you have to be in the mood for that. However, you cannot go into an MCU film and expect that that's what you're going to get. No. They, you're there to be entertained. That's that's the point. Yeah, it's yeah. got people flying around. Yeah. If like, you why would you expect something other than just entertainment If you want them? something like that, go watch Joker. That's what that film was meant to be. That you know that that's the thinking man's comic book movie, and that's fine. Those are those are great too, depending on the mood that you're in. I but like Dad disagreed with that. But Watch your mouth twitch when she said that. <laughs> I slept through that movie. <laughs> but I know a lot of people's big bitches. They don't like the MCU because they're all comedy. Okay, right. that's fine. If that's not your taste, that's okay. It's Norse gods and superheroes. And men and women flying around in tights and in spaceships, <laughs> and some of them are green, and that's what you're going to get pissed off about. Well, I was just like, saying, what did you expect when you showed up? It's a bunch of people who wear their underwear on the outside with I superpowers <laughs> flying around, and you're going to get mad that you it's see funny. the movie poster. Someone, yeah, wearing their underwear on the outside, and then you're mad because that's not what you came for. Like, it's like looking at a like looking at a Superman movie. He wears red speedo over blue tights. I think the problem with the MCU and the and its detractors is that sometimes they forget that these characters were based on comic books written sixty years ago, geared towards children. Children to make children be these entertained. These were not written for forty-something-year-olds. No, they were never intended for that. They were written for twelve-year-old boys and girls, mm-hmm. so that you'd spend. That's what those characters were built around. So exactly. they're, now they're making them more complicated and a little bit more emotional. But at the end of the day, you're dealing with a character that was created for a twelve-year-old boy or girl mm-hmm. to read and be what entertained. And it's true case, that you're not always going to have jokes land in a movie. There, there's been several jokes in these films that I've cringed at, but. At the end of the day, did I walk out of the movie feeling pretty good? Yeah, I did, you but, know? But even in the case of things of uh, other superheroes like Deadpool, where like he makes crass jokes, like stuff like that. It was meant for an older audience, yes, but it was not meant for some like 30 or 40-something no, year it was old man to pick for, at. Deadpool was written for teenage boys drinking Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> yeah. And, Facts. And playing video games, and, and that's what you got. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. But these are the same people that bitch about what they did with the DCEU and they made it too dark. They made it too serious. It's like, come on, guys. Like, what do, what do you want? What do you want? You can make no one happy. <laughs> well, I think, so DC Comics, that was Detective Comics. Yes. And it's from what, the 1930s or something yeah. like that? Yeah. And it was written for children. Again, <laughs> for children. So. Not all of it. Yeah, they were. They weren't what they are now. Oh. It wasn't blood and guts He's and stuff like that. He's talking about the very, very beginning. Yeah. Your yeah. original detective comics and Superman and stuff like that. And a lot of those came out post-World War II. Yes. And they were supposed to be uplifting. It was supposed yes. to be the good yeah. guy wins. They were supposed to be geared towards children. Honestly, a lot of it was propaganda. Yes. <laughs> for kids. Yes. 
There's and, probably at least and so like now we've s- built a whole cinematic universe around these characters, and that's okay. But yeah. just don't think too deep about it. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. People don't like DC because well, it's too serious, and then they don't like the MCU because it's it's too funny. You know, does every yeah. does every joke in Thor Ragnarok Ragnarok land in Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Yes, not really. <laughs> do we still love Chris Hemsworth abs? Yes, we do. <laughs> so, like, I just don't. I, I'm I'm in the minority, I guess, that I really enjoy the Zack Snyder films. Um, I loved getting to see um, jackass, mean Batman and Superman. Like, I didn't care that Zod got his neck snapped at the end of Man of Steel. Like, I was like, fuck yeah. And guess what? Superman was tortured as fuck after he killed him. Like, he didn't do it because he wanted to do it. So, So. I'm going to ruin Batman v Superman for everyone. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. I'm about to ruin it. For all of you who think that there's no comedy in that movie and that it's too serious, I want to bring you back. Aiden, cue the the flashback music. (laughs) I want you to think back to the fight between Batman and Superman. Which one? When Batman has got his kryptonite spear and he's getting ready to stab Superman. And he's all, where is she? <laughs> ah. And he's Where's like, who Martha? is it? Where's Martha? <laughs> and did we Superman, just become best friends? Why did you? What do you that? mean, where's my mom? Why did you just ruin that? I didn't know that's where you were going of with that. Of course you knew that's where I was going with that. <sighs> you just become wow, best friends. you just stepped all over my joke. Stomped all over it. But anyway, joke was ruined. But I'm I want sorry. y'all to think about that. When you watch that movie and you think it's not funny, when you get to that part and he says Martha and there's that look of recognition and he's like, what did you say? I want you to jump immediately from there to Step Brothers. The part where he is... Where he says, did we just become best friends? Because that's exactly <laughs> what happens. And you'll laugh every time. You'll get a giggle. <laughs> every time. I should make a meme. I need a meme creator so that I can make that meme. It's probably out there somewhere. And here's the deal. You had Joss Whedon try to come in and do Justice League, and you could tell there was a very big tonal tonal shift from what was Zack Snyder and what was Joss Whedon, and those jokes did not work in this universe at all. I don't know. The weird little kid that plays The Flash, you're a fan. I love Ezra Miller. Yeah. He's He's funny. funny. Yes. I don't know that his is written, though. That may be totally unintentional, but he's funny. Mm -hmm. And I always think that uh, Aquaman... I think he's funny too. Yeah. I don't know that it's intentional. Yeah. He's kind of, he's bro funny. Yeah. But I, I'm not big with bro funny. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. That's because you don't have testicles. If you had, if it's you, okay for me to not have if you, testicles. If you had some, then you would think those jokes were funny. No. <laughs> I have testicles. You're I think probably funny. right. Anyway, I don't know. I think people people just judge those movies real hard, too harshly on both sides. I don't okay, think it's making but, anybody happy. So to back I, I, I appreciate the fact that Zack Snyder didn't care if he did make everybody happy yeah. or not, and I appreciate it that in the MCU they didn't care if they made everybody happy or not. They made the movie they wanted to make. Exactly. But but if you like to to backtrack a bit, I'm sure if you took a look at the source material, there's at least two or three comics where Batman says that they have to stop the commies. There has to be. No, that was Superman. Superman was trying to stop the communists. And G.I. Joe. They were working together. Anyway. (laughs) You know that has to exist. There's at least one where it has to stop some kind of political thing. How long have you been hanging on to that statement? A while. Have you been sitting on that for like seven minutes? Oh, yeah. (laughs) At least. You were prairie dogging that question. Oh, yeah. Anyway. But my point was, if you're in the mood for comedy, watch MCU. If you're not, you want more action-oriented or dark, Watch DCEU. 
there's there's I've said this about horror movies. There's literally something for everybody. You and have if you so want much one, to you know what? That, 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 that's not a, accurate anymore. If you want a superhero movie that's so bad that it's still bad, watch Wonder Woman eighty four. <laughs> I didn't care for that. I, like, I tried. I've tried. I like, didn't watch three, it. I tried like three times to watch it, and I don't know if it's just the writing or if it's Chris Pine, but I couldn't do it. The thing is, even the DC universe has funny movies now, uh, like like Shazam, Suicide Shazam. Squad. Yeah, Shazam and Suicide Squad are, okay, are good. Okay, the examples. most recent Suicide Squad, I liked that one a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, but people trashed it too. I don't know that they did this newest one. I know they did the other one. Yeah, they did. Either way, people suck. But I, yeah, I, I Shazam, apologize, people. I was saying, not you guys, of course. We love Shazam you. Was good. All four of you. All four yeah. of you. All, all seven. <laughs> Maybe three. Seven's being generous. <laughs> but, but yeah. And so I just I. And wanted... we've written down all your names, and we know where you live. <laughs> We're very aware. Ashley, uh, where's the list? <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I just I just wanted to say like. We know at least one of you is in Arkansas. God damn. Aiden, stop. There's so much negativity in the world. There really is. It's like movies are supposed to be fun and entertain you. They don't always have to be something, you know? Yeah. If you don't want to see a Marvel movie, don't see it. Are we wrapping up right now? No, we're not wrapping up. Because this is our standard outro. <laughs> Every time we review a movie, we get to the end and we're like, so if you love this movie, then love this movie. And if you don't, that's okay, too. We respect your feelings. <laughs> And we'll see you next been. week. And that's how we've wrapped up like all of yeah. them. So I just wanted to make sure we're not stopping. No, 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 no. We're not stopping. Because we wanted to cover one more topic before we do wrap up. And that's that we wanted to reminisce a little bit about the the two franchises that preceded the Spider-Man franchise. So I, I'm just going to say that of the three, yes, the Sam Raimi trilogy is my favorite. Um I'm trying. I was trying to think earlier of those three of that original trilogy. Which film was my favorite of those? And I think I got to go with part two. Honestly, he only made two. No, there's three. No, he made two Spider-Man movies, and then there was one with oh emo Spider-Man, God. and that one doesn't count. So, <laughs> Aiden will sit here and there make were, an argument for there part were three. <laughs> three films, but only two of them were Spider-Man. I refuse to make an argument for that movie. It has. It has no defense. Hey. I've seen you doing the dance in your room when you oh, think you, no one's watching. Oh, you know. And he has the hair. He has the Peter hair as we speak. You can do the he Bieber just, flip. Yeah, he just flicked his bangs, guys. <laughs> Ow. Anyway. But, but I still... Okay, when I went to see part three in the theater, I legitimately cried. Like, yes, it has its weird, questionable moments, but when Harry died, I lost my shit. Like, that was legitimately sad to me. I think, I think that's just because it was James Franco and it was before you found out he's not a nice person. I, no. Yes. No. Because I also have a beating heart and I get very emotional over this stuff. And for everything that they had been through, that was still his best friend. And it was... You, you hate to see when somebody has that redemption arc. You know? Like, they're legitimately trying to be a good person and then they get taken out right there and then it, it's heartbreaking to me yeah. i think in that one you could kind of see it coming though sort of like i don't you, know you knew that they weren't going to just ride off in like butch and sundance style <laughs> like you knew that wasn't going to happen maybe not but there if, if one of the nitpicks i have in that trilogy and I, I hate to be a dick i don't want to be a dick i hate being a dick well then don't i i don't care for this mary jane as much and hold on what do you mean this mary jane the girl with one name 
No, I mean Mary original. Jane, the original. Oh yeah, I don't uh, care for her much either. Um, I was gonna ask: Does every um Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie end in a graveyard? I don't, where did that question even come? I from? don't think so. No, no, the first well, one ended after, in the graveyard. Yeah. Are you thinking about Sea Biscuit? <laughs> the <laughs> second, <laughs> the second one ended with Mary Jane standing in the window of their apartment, watching okay. him fly off. And then part three ended with the two of them slow dancing in the restaurant she worked at. Okay. So there you go. Blech. I couldn't remember the endings of the other ones because. So, yeah, so the you're first talking one's about, my favorite. Uh, what, what's, that, what's that actress's name? Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. I think she did good. Was she in Jurassic Park? No. When she was like 12? No. Was that? that was another. There's was Ariana Richards or something like okay. that. Anyway, um, I've seen her in some of the like indie films. Where the it was like it was the movie was kind of weird and she worked in those movies. It's like you know I don't like talking about people's acting and be like well they're just terrible or they're whatever because I've never done it so it might be really hard and I just don't know. I've seen movies that she's not bad. Yeah, I was gonna I say I'm not talking she, about Kirsten Dunst herself. I'm talking, talking about, about the character of Mary Jane. Oh, I don't care for her. I just don't know that she was the right choice for this part and I she don't really, I don't really care for how this one was written. This Mary Jane. Yeah. Like, I like the new one a lot better. Yes. I, yeah. I like Zendaya as, or Zendaya as Mary Jane, or Michelle. She's known as Michelle now. Um, I like her a lot better. She's more capable. She's more, she'll get in there. She's Peter's equal. I love that she's Peter's equal instead of, she's just the damsel in distress that he's got to be saving for well, 90 minutes. Well, even Andrew Garfield. And, and uh, if you look at Mary Jane number what one. What you call it? Yeah, your, your first edition Mary Jane. Like she was it, she was the Flash, right? And he had the new car, mm-hmm. and then she went immediately to Harry. And I ain't saying she a gold digger, <laughs> but like no, it's not that. It's just that I hated that uh, Peter and Harry were fighting over her. For starters, I, I feel like that's such an easy trope to get into. Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to see that necessarily. Two, they did. She did kind of treat Harry like shit for no good reason. She kind of treated most of the people she runs into like shit. Well, I, I wouldn't say that Except necessarily. Except for Aunt May. I wouldn't say that necessarily, but... I don't know. With I Peter, d- she just kind of, It felt like she was stringing him along. Like, she had to know how he felt about her, but she was just kind of... Oh, sure. You know, and I, I hate to talk about women that way. Oh, she was being a tease, but she kind of was. She knew he was watching her undress through her window next door. <laughs> She knew. I don't know about That's that. That's the reason she left the blinds open. I don't know about that. But, yeah, the fact that she, she went out with Harry, she didn't like him at all. She wouldn't let him kiss her. She wouldn't let him touch her. But she was perfectly fine with being his girlfriend. And it's like, that that didn't make any sense to me. Like, that that made her seem kind of vapid. But I don't I don't know. And then her wishy-washiness between, do I love Peter, do I love Spider-Man? I, I, that's another trope I that I hate. I mean, we've we've done that with Batman. Same it's, person. Yeah, well, she doesn't know that, but still, it's just it's a trope that I'm kind of like. Ugh. It was just it was Twilight before Twilight was a thing. <laughs> I that's guess what it was. I guess, but um, that's really the team only Spider-Man team Peter. Yeah, I guess. And to to go from where she knows who he is, and then in part two, she's basically like. I know who you are, and these are the reasons we need to be together, and I'm not afraid. And she was stronger. I appreciated her in part two more. But then part three shit all over that, and then she became this jealous, petty, you're getting, you're stealing my thunder, petty bullshit. And then it made me go back to not liking her. You know? It was just a huh. But 
I mean, I guess she did the same thing with him in part two where she was like, oh, I know you like me, but I'm going to taunt you with this astronaut guy. It was just, ugh. I don't think I remember those movies that well. Yeah. I guess. I remember which whatever movie it was where he did the upside down kiss thing with that blonde. That was Gwen. Yeah, it Gwen, was Gwen. Uh-huh. And she got all pissed about it. Yeah. But which, okay, she, to be fair, she, that was a little shitty of but, him to okay, do. Okay, hang on. Hang on. Was she mad because he kissed another woman, or was she mad because he was stealing her spotlight? Well, she did tell him that was our kiss. That was something that was private I, to us. I get it, but is that was that really her motivation, or is that just I think so. how she leveraged it against him? I think so. I think she was genuine in that one. She was very, very conscious of her own career. and But she should have been proud of him. I feel like if it was me in you all of a sudden got this recognition for something that you were working hard at putting your life on the line for, I would absolutely be go get him tiger every day without fail. I promise I will never upside down kiss another woman. <laughs> That's our thing. <laughs> you know, but... Though that's really my only big bitch about that series was I just felt like it got too too messy at times. Um, as far as the symbiote stuff goes, I don't mind it. I actually find that pretty funny, so I just go with it. But so hold on, so how are we going to rate the first like the first? So we're not we're not rating them. We're not rating them. Just look at the three franchises. Which one? Which, I guess which one's your favorite? Which one do you like the best? We don't have time. <laughs> Aiden, we can't have dead air here. Yeah, what yeah, do you like? I know. Have, like, give me an answer. Well, part definitely not Andrew Garfield's, which I hate to say because he's he's good. This is not my favorite. Um, I don't know. On one hand, I have emo Spider-Man, and on the other hand, I have everywhere I go, I see his face. Both amazing memes. <laughs> um, I don't know. What about you guys? Wow, you can't even come up with an answer. You're gonna have to get better at this kid. So I'm going to have to go with probably Tobey Maguire. Yeah. I think I still like those better. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because it's the ones that I saw first. And maybe it kind of goes back to like your mom's, you know, Christopher Reeve will always be her Superman because that's the first one she saw. Mm-hmm. Um, let's be honest. Christopher Reeve was the first Superman I saw too, but I Same. still like Henry Cavill a whole lot better. So that's just, that's just how it is. I know. I he, hate, did, he didn't uh... have to wear a padded suit. Right, nothing against Christopher Reeve, but he could have lifted weights back then too. I'm just saying, and the dude got jacked for it. But um, I have to go three. I, I do. You have to go Tom Holland. I have to really? go Tom Holland. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, spit okay. Out an so with with the thirty first, seconds with <laughs> with Tobey Maguire's franchise, <laughs> it was good. It was good, but like the first one was good. The second one was okay. The second the, one was better than the first one. I I guess I haven't seen it enough then. I remember the third one being not great. I have not had any of the Spider-Man movies, like the new Spider-Man movies, that I have been like, eh, that's not, eh. Like, yeah, of the the three that we have so far of his specific franchise, the first one probably isn't as good as the newest two. But, like, they're still all three good movies. They're good, strong contenders as far as movies go. I can't say that all three of them are good on the first franchise's side. I just can't. So I, yeah, I'm, I still I must I stick with the first one, the first franchise. Yeah. I don't care for was it the third one where you get emo, emo mm-hmm. Spider Man the symbiote. Yeah. But I mean, if you want to get down to it, I don't I don't blame Tobey Maguire. I don't. No, I, I don't blame either. the writers. 
I don't blame Joss Whedon or whoever that was, Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi. whoever it is that did that. I, I blame Topher Grace. It's his <laughs> fault. Um, he made Peter uh. dance that way. And it's all his fault that that movie was not good. Oh, man. It's just his... Anyway, no. Um, I think what it is is that if you're, if you're looking at a pure super, uh, Spider-Man, right? The pure Spider-Man, his is the best. I liked the novelty of a Spider-Man with Stark tech. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that you got Mysterio, who's not a villain that we've seen mm-hmm. in outside of cartoons or comic yeah. books before. Or Vulture. I like... I'm Here's just saying he was different. I don't know that I like the Vulture, but I do like Michael Keaton. Yeah, because that was kind of my thing. Uh, is that that's why I didn't say the first movie was as good as the other two, because, I don't know, the Vulture just wasn't... He's not my favorite villain. Yeah, they each not, have their moments, He's not though. my favorite villain, yeah. but I do like Michael Keaton, and he did a good job. Because in, yeah. in Homecoming, we do have that moment where Tony, basically, he's like, you're not ready for this shit, and he took everything away from Peter, and he had to face down the Vulture without shit, right. just on his own. And there was that moment when he was lifting a car off of himself or whatever, and that was that was pretty intense. It's impressive. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, and I think Mysterio was good. Um, I think Donnie Darko does an okay Mysterio. <laughs> Those He's are, probably not the best Mysterio out there, but I still it felt believe. like they were trying to knock off... Um, Robert Downey Jr. with him. And maybe that was intentional, you know, that he was going to come in and be I think that was the, the father figure. Yes, I think that but was exactly the intent. Emotionally, I wasn't ready for that yet. Yeah. Like, I was still crying in my beer over Tony Dian. Yeah. And no Donnie Darko is going to come in and replace him. <laughs> I, I still can't believe that those are the you same person. You and your <laughs> stupid ratty bunny suit. Um, we need to review Donnie Darko at some point. I have oh, to. I fucking love but the movie. I have to, and I have to be there for it. I still gotta go. I still have to go with the first one, and I hate to put uh, Garfield's in last place, right? Because if I was gonna rank him, it would be uh, what'd you call it? One, three, two, mm-hmm. right? If I put him in order, franchise number one or series one, series three, series two, in that order. Oh, so like, but so it's like got, the Star Wars. Franchise. It's got nothing. It's got nothing at all to do with Andrew Garfield. I Mm-mm. feel like his performance is good. I did not like those movies for a long time. We rewatched them the other day, and I'm like, these are not that bad. Yeah, they weren't nearly as bad well, let me as rephrase I that. remember. The movies are still not good, oh, but it's not his yeah, fault. No. I don't They're think just, the movies are as the story, that bad, though. The story's just not as good, I think, as some of the other ones, or mm-hmm. something. There's something about those, and I think that's it. Maybe it's that I just don't care for Gwen in that one. Maybe that's it. I just don't like her. Not her, the actor. Just Does that make sense? I guess so. I don't, the I, cast, nothing, it just didn't come together. Those yes. movies just did not. Yes, I get what you mean. Whether it was the yeah. casting or the story or the villains they chose to incorporate, or maybe it was all of them together. They just didn't gel the way they needed to. They didn't yes. gel the way they did with Tobey Maguire's series or the way that they have so far with... Uh, Tom Holland? Tom Holland, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's sad because I, I think Garfield did a good job in those yeah. movies as an actor. He, he did a great job. And so it's shitty that he just... His movies didn't come together the way they should have. Honestly, this most recent movie is how those two with him in it could have been. Yes. Potentially, mm-hmm. if they had gotten a more cohesive unit. A better or, team of writers. I don't, know how to, I don't know how to articulate that. Yeah. If it was better writers, different casting, different whatever. Mm-hmm. If that had congealed better. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, he, I, he I know have, what you mean. He could have had that. And there might have made a third one mm-hmm. if that had been the case. They just didn't. So... I feel like it was a real disservice to him because clearly in this most recent one, the dude brought it. Yeah, he really did. I I would have liked to have seen more Tobey Maguire. Again, I would have liked Mm -hmm. to have seen more of that, but 
I mean, he carried it. Well, Honestly, heard, he carried the back half of the movie. So. Yeah, and I heard that complaint too. They're like, "What? You know, what was the deal with Tobey Maguire? He was just kind of sleeping through this." And I didn't take it that way at all. You, you've got to remember that this is a Spider-Man who's quite a bit older than these two guys. Who he's been through some shit. He's been through a lot. And so for me, it was more like you had the you had the Obi-Wan of the Spider-Man. You had the wise like. You know, he could impart something he onto was them. Spider Yoda. Yes. Sort of. But I wish we could have seen more of that. Yes. Of him talking about his experiences. What does because it make? it's been it's been years since we saw him play Spider Man, so you mm-hmm. don't know what he's done, where he's been, what kind of you know, some shit's gone down since then. And it would have been nice for them to share that. What does what does that make Andrew Garfield? If we're using the Star Wars analogy <laughs> Like, Did I just break you? Yes. Because now I'm thinking, like, no. I f- ah, God. <laughs> well, what technically is, that, that makes make Garfield uh, would be Anakin. And then... Uh, would he? Yeah. No. I feel like that's no. mean. And then the next one would be Luke. <laughs> right, just bam, bam, bam. I mean, we're talking three generations here. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. I mean... Uh, it, it really doesn't matter. No, but I, I put it to them earlier, like... Make your head hurt, didn't it? <laughs> it did. Just a little bit. Like, Tobey Maguire's like the dad, kind of, of the group. You know, he's going to impart his wisdom and his his stories. The grandpa. Where, he's the grandpa of the group, not the dad. No, whereas uh, Andrew Garfield's like the cooler, cooler older brother. You know, like, he's gotten into some trouble. He's got some stories to tell or whatever, but he's still not quite to that level that Maguire's Peter's at yet. You know what I mean? Okay. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. I can see. He doesn't have the miles on him yet. Yes. So He's got some, but he's not not quite like there yet. You, to put it in an Avengers analogy, he's kind of... Toby Maguire would have been kind of the Captain America of the group. Yeah, exactly. He's the oldest. He's seen the most. He's over it to an extent. Like, yes. I'm still fighting the good fight, but I'm tired. Yes. And that's really... World-weary. I don't know if that was intentional on Maguire's part, but he really bought... He, he brought that to life i'm tired yes you know like he's he hasn't given up the fight he just it's not in him the way it used to be yes would that, exactly would that make would that would that make um freaking andrew garfield i guess the ant-man of the group where is uh, no because he's really flashy it would make <laughs> uh, him yeah. kind of like the th- maybe the thor of the group or the or ma- he would be the johnny storm of the fantastic four right whereas i thought we're this, sticking with Chris Evans here. This worked perfectly oh, as I these see. two generations passing on the baton. Yeah. That's what or it felt like to he me. He could be the Star Lord because okay, he's kind fuck of an idiot. Me then. He is. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> and Tom Holland's baby Groot. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying that's what it felt like. It felt like they were passing on the torch to him, you know, and. Hopefully we don't get what we got with these last two guys where they just kind of get their turn and that's it. And then we move on to somebody else. I hope Holland's around for a good long time. I really do. I do enjoy his Like I said, his franchise is not my favorite, although I think this movie is fucking amazing. Um, But the franchise as a whole is not my favorite just because I felt like Homecoming was eh. I felt like... I felt like um, Far From Home was better. It was a, it was a step up from the one before, but this one just really dialed it up to eleven for me. I, I'll be interested to see what happens next. Yeah. yeah. So I realize what the title for the next Spider-Man movie needs to be. We've had Under we've the had, Bridge. No, we've had Homecoming. We've had Far From Home. We've had No Way Home. 
No, we have. I want to go home. <laughs> Spider-Man, I want to go home. I'm going to be <laughs> I'm going to be really interested to see because we were talking in the beginning about how Peter got all the Stark tech and so basically he's had an advantage this entire time. It'll be interesting to see now that nobody knows him, he doesn't have that advantage and he's to back to being a regular friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is the two that preceded him how he goes with that. You know, he's broke. He doesn't have all the tech. He doesn't have all the super friends. He's he's he, alone. So this is really going to suck. All I they really did like... was set him back to where Tobey Maguire was at the beginning of 2. It feels very full circle. So yeah, Like it's come all the way back around. Yeah, and if there had been a third one with Garfield, this is where he might have been. Yeah. Yeah. So... I really, I really, I really feel like I'm gonna miss the uh, suits AI though, because she was funny. She's offline though. Like I know. With, with Tony gone and Happy, we don't know. know what's going on with Happy. Last yeah. time we saw, he was getting handcuffed on the hood of a car. No, it um, showed at the end after May yeah, died. He was at the. Uh, he, was at, he was at her gravestone talking. Oh, that's right. To I felt like they did Happy kind of yeah. dirty in this movie because he has May break up with him at the beginning of the movie, and then he basically has nothing to do. Until the end, when she shows, when she's dead, and he shows up to find her dead, and then that's pretty much it. I don't, I don't like the way they did him in this movie. Yeah, did my man dirty. The thing is, Stark Industries is still there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, Gwyneth, she would be running it, right? Who's Gwyneth? Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, Pepper. <laughs> I just couldn't remember her character name. <laughs> I was like, and Tony what? had a daughter, <laughs> right? So I mean, Stark is still there um, as a as a company, but. I think the next Spider-Man should be called, Oh Shit, I'm Lost. <laughs> like, No Way Home, and then, anyway. You know what might, you I, know what might totally work for the next movie? You could just go back to being an intern at Stark Industries and make like make, actually get a oh, job there. He could, he, live, has, he could live in an apartment with a bad door and some weird <laughs> Eastern European people, people for neighbors. Oh, yeah. Rent? <laughs> Rent? Yeah. But no, because just thinking about it, like, everyone's forgotten... That he is Spider-Man, right? He's but got a blank there, slate. Yeah, there still has no. to be a record of him. No, they did not forget that he's Spider-Man. They forgot who Peter Parker was. Oh. So if he's running around out there, they're still going to know who Spider-Man is. Yes. If yeah. he takes the mask off, they're going to be like, who's that kid in a Spider-Man suit? Yeah. Who that? Right? Yeah. So technically, he could suit God, up sucks. and go find an Avenger, and they would know that yeah. he's Spider-Man. But when he takes the mask off, they're not going to have a clue yeah, who it's he a, is. It was a very bleak ending. Yeah. I, I guess that ah, that sucks. I was thinking, well, they have to have written record of him still at Stark Industries. No. See, but I guess, yeah, that would have gotten... What he should have done is gone with the you. original plot with uh, with Doctor Strange and saying, I want everyone to forget I'm Spider-Man. Because mm-hmm. he could have reintroduced himself that way. Yeah. And then he wouldn't be starting over with the girl with one name and his chubby kid friend in the chair. What? I'm a chubby kid in a chair. I was going to say, by the way, guys, we're chubby, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fat guy in a chair. <laughs> It's got a high back and everything. Armrests. It doesn't massage my butt, but, you know, we were poor, so we didn't get the good chair. Anyway. You say that while you're sitting um, in a gaming chair recording. I am sitting in a gaming chair. Me and Mom got the office chairs. Well, that's because you're not supposed to be in my space. Anyway. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't. Where were we going? So we ranked the movies. We talked about all that, right? We talked about, yeah, we talked about the film, what we liked and didn't like. Garfield got cheated. We talked about that. Yeah, we talked about Marvel versus DC. Okay. I I think we've pretty much covered all of our bases here. (laughs) All right. So since you already gave the whole spiel on like what you like and don't like what you don't like and we'll all love you anyway, (laughs) do I just stop recording? (laughs) I think this is going to wrap it up. It's going to do (laughs) it.
What was that? <laughs> Pardon? I think this is going to do it for this episode of Pillow Talk, guys. Um, again, this was a one-off because we couldn't wait. We're still we're still uh, not going to be back till February with a uh, new series regular Baby. episodes. Baby, this is, I'm, I'm not going to post this till February. No. Why are you shaking your head at me? Because we're going to post it. T- you want me to post it right now? Yeah, we oh, t- we had we had this talk. We're supposed to be on vacation. <laughs> no, we had this talk. Oh, you cheated me. <laughs> because otherwise, we're gonna start talking about Spider-Man: No Way Home in February, and people will be like, "The fuck's your problem, that, dude? That they came like, back in December." Yeah, that yeah, was two months right, ago, man. Right. <laughs> but anyway, it's old news. <laughs> now people are gonna think you lied to them because you told them we were gone. No. No, we just decided to give them a Christmas gift. Okay, so I and just now you let see, now all we have four to of our listeners know that this is Ashley's fault. <laughs> now we have to leave this in as an explanation because of you. We can't edit this out because this is the only way they'll know. <laughs> You've doomed yourself to have to keep this into the recording. I was never going to delete it. <laughs> okay. I've gotten really lazy on the edit. Like, I'm going to run a few filters and cut out your mom coughing, and then that's it. I'm, I'm done. So... Think of it as a Christmas <laughs> gift from us to you. We we have not enjoyed our break. I have not enjoyed the break. Merry I like Christmas. doing this. Sorry for the lame gift. <laughs> this is this is the ugly Christmas sweater of gifts. Why have we done this to them? It has an approximate value of a dollar twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> if if you want, we can't really refund you, but you'll get new episodes in February. So. But we hope that you know. We hope you enjoyed listening to us spiel about. Spider-Man and, you know, be, be nerds So real quick, before we, before we just jump off with their $1.25 Christmas gift, <laughs> we, we, uh, we, we've got Hellraiser in the bag. That one's coming out in February. Yes. We're going to be doing Bloody Valentine. My Bloody Valentine. Same thing. <laughs> Not the Bloody it's Valentine. Almost exactly the same thing. <laughs> it's literally two letters different, what I said and what you said. Um, My Bloody Valentine, the, the remake. 3D. Okay, so we're going to do that one twice. And then there's got to be a fourth one for February. Yeah, we have sure. we have not discussed that I'm yet. I'm thinking we ought to do the new Candyman. Technically, it's a love story. Well, no, the old no, one was a love story. No, the old one, not. yeah, this one's not. It's not really. Yeah. Shit, you're going to have to find another movie. <laughs> yes, I am. So. Anyway. But, yeah, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, this very, we'll call it a special Christmas episode, so... No, we're going to call it Pillow Talk Episode 4. <laughs> I already tagged it. It's too late. <laughs> you can edit the... Every time I try stop. to tell them bye, you keep on... Well, that's because you're going to get everybody confused. And by everybody, I mean all four listeners. <laughs> They're going to be so confused. All three listeners and one dog. <laughs> so sad. So confused. Anyway. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. We'll... We'll see you in February. Yeah. Bye. Bye. See you guys. Well, that's just what we call pillow talk, baby.